cleaning his room. He's pulling his room apart. Colin does what my sister does when she's going through something. Moves the house about. Ah. I always know my sister's going through something when she's pulling the house apart. Yeah, my mate, that's my man's thing. I don't like, die just I lying in bed and wallowing my shit. Like a normal what, human 16 being. Seasons yeah. of a television like show. seventeen seventeen seasons of a TV show in one day. <laughs> uh, don't sleep for three days and watch every single episode of the fucking Sopranos. Yeah. And then lie on the sofa in the same Story spot. The only thing that changes me knickers. Same Everything else is the same. Same season. And I don't brush my hair and I do t- brush my teeth. But. I'm gonna tell you something that's disgusting about me. Mm-hmm. And this I'm going people are gonna be like, this is a dirty white bitch. Sometimes I don't change my bra for like a week. Like, do you sleep in it? No, I take it off when I sleep, but I don't change it. No, I don't think that's it. Is oh, that I think like... a lot of people would be disgusted at that. They? Colin, I don't know if you need to keep that in because people would be like, Murder Most Irish Host is dirty white bitch. No, hang on. <laughs> I, so I, would, like, I don't necessarily change my bra every day. To, I think you're meant to like change your bra every like because apparently it's not good for your for your boobs. Like for... Th- yeah, but you're taking it off and letting them oh, breathe, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, I let the ladies breathe. Yeah, but then I don't see... Like, it's not as if... It'd be different, right, if you were like, do you know I jog to work? Oh, and God, like, no. No, no, and no, no, then no, no, no. I hang that... Like, yeah, it's not like I'm doing any exercise. Um, I like, quite often will wear the same white bra for, like... Oh, I'm... This is a week Like, this now. plunge bra that I'm currently this wearing. This is gorgeous. Isn't that nice? Where's this from? Marks and Spencer's. Oh, All of Sarah's bras are from Marks and Spencer's. Fair. Is it lined? Or, like, wired? Yeah. It's, not it's sore, wired. Is it? No, it's nice. It's really um, nice. And I like the cut on this yeah. one. Because there are certain brands that don't suit Sarah Jane's type of boobs. Yeah, which yeah, is the yeah. thing I learned this year. <laughs> in the pandemic when I was watching loads of shit on, the, on <laughs> my phone. Um, so like a balcony bra suits me or a very, very deep plunge like this. But like a half, not a half cup, a full cup. Pointless. Pointless. I got like tons of extra space. Oh, the, the space in here. And it does not. Yeah, for this boobs. isn't a full cup. This is like to here. This goes like that. Yes, that's a plungy one. Yeah. And then my all-time like one that makes my tits absolutely look phenomenal and suits my breast is a balcony bra. Balcony bra. Okay. A balcony bra, particularly one that's like not uh, padded, padded. Uh, always makes my boobs look really good. I remember when I was really young, I watched an episode of Oprah and she was talking about uh, measuring yourself for a bra. And I went and went into my bedroom and did it and it didn't work. I got the entirely wrong size bra. What did you get? She, I, she, it's like, a she 75 like, E. She was like, you have to lean down like that and let your boobs hang. No. And then tie the... No. And I was like, okay. And I went and I got a pet bra and I was like, this is not... No, that's like it the goalie... Was huge. Yeah, and I'm like, it was out here. Yeah. Because like, if you have any volume in your tiny boobs... Breasts. Tiny, tiny breasts. Oh, we have to mention that this is a Halloween special. Oh, yeah. We got asked people for spooky we stories. We are so bad at this. We're I don't know why. Like... This is why we asked Colin to come in with us because mm. we can't keep on the line of where we're meant to be. I mm. have to suck the chocolate out of my open toot. And it's disgusting. It's making me want to vomit. <laughs> Fecal vomit? <laughs> no. Fecal vomit, um, Yeah, so it's a Halloween special. We're reading your spooky stories. People send us spooky, spooky stories. stories. We're reading them. It's happening. Um, I'll do housekeeping and then we'll talk about it. Housekeeping? Yeah, so uh, just housekeeping for this week. I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who left messages about Nadine Lott's episode. Uh, people, a lot of people, kind of sent messages about situations that they had been in themselves and how they got out of it, and just about you know how much domestic violence and domestic abuse actually goes on in this country. And it's not there's really so much domestic violence. So much See the new ads on the radio now. No, which are about like uh, sexual assault and sexual violence. Right, but they're all like they're all. Uh, tailored towards like what's happening to women mm-hmm. it's like really 
refreshing to hear, but also like so upset and that you have to hear yeah, as an ad on a radio on a to radio know what's show wrong. to be like because I think that's what Michal there are ads on the radio and there's ads on the telly Michal, remember I say Michal Martin was saying that they're rolling out a new yeah like the ads on the radio try. like one of them today was like is it really upsetting well it was like this girl and she was like clearly working so obviously it's a radio so you can yeah. hear so it's like um, she's typing away and he's like eh, come on are you, where are you, come on we go upstairs right and she's like will you go away and he's like come on now she's like I'm working and he was like no you're not working and then it was like a a guy that's like over it that's supposed to be like watching the scene yeah and he's like having like an internal dialogue with himself when he's saying out and he's like oh must be maybe she likes the attention must be nice that he still does of her like it's so and then at the end it just goes stop making excuses for sexual violence Jesus Christ and if you're in a scenario where this is happening to you please get help or please ring 999 yeah and that's the thing and it is that thing where women there's a lot of women who would be conditioned to believe that if a man if your husband or your partner asks you for sex that's like your job yeah that's not your job. Um, so yeah, just thank you to everybody that sent in those messages. I uh, really appreciate it. Teespring is back. Teespring is back. It was down. Don't know why. Don't the know how. is up. I just relaunched it. So Phoebe is doing... Actually, Phoebe's going to be at a, um, a market this weekend. Oh, very good. Uh, selling her amazing artwork. Uh, so Teespring is back up. It's murdermostirish.creator.com hyphen spring.com so teespring have changed their name to spring so it's murdermostirish.creator hyphen spring.com and that's where you'll find the merchandise um, it's just it, it went down It was some, I don't know what happened and I just clicked to relaunch and it relaunched so because people were asking us for merch and stuff um, so yeah if Sarah said Phoebe's at a, at a she's at a market called the from independent oh I would love to go to that dot org and I'm trying to see where it is uh, visit I like the way you're like visiting put the dates but it's like how do I get there how do I get to the market how do um, we get to the market uh, ladies and gentlemen well I tell you what someone needs to have a chat with these people <laughs> it's in Somerset oh Somerset 56 Palmer Street from Somerset Somerset and the postcode is BA111DS and Phoebe, who makes the most beautiful prints what in day is she there? Twofold Print Studio, will be there in two weeks from now. So two weeks from now is uh, the 7th. So she'll be there the weekend of the 6th of November. Um, so I think that's everything for housekeeping. I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? Uh, no, the Twitter was ba, very ba, quiet, ba, ba, but that's because I've been very ba, quiet. Ba, ba, ba. I've been very quiet too. Um, I, haven't on, I haven't been on the old Instagram. I've been avoiding it because social media is bad for our mental health. Oh, some this lady on the Facebook. Her name is Joanne. I won't say her surname because like she put it on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Um, she just gave this read like so. Obviously, it was around the Nadine story. Yeah, and she said, if you're ever lost while hiking or get stranded with a broken down car, etc., and you notice your cell phone is low on juice or has no signal, signal. Here's a tip that very may very well save your life, which is just really smart. I've never thought about it. She's like, change the voicemail on your phone to a message that gives your approximate location, oh. the time, the date, your situation. So if you've lost, if you're out of gas, if your car is like broken down, stuck. if you're injured, and any special instruction saying as you're staying with the car or you're walking towards t- town, etc. The best part of this is even if your cell phone dies or stop work, work and people will still be able Get to hear your voicemail. Isn't that super clever? Jesus Christ, that's amazing. I would have like never that thought could of that. clearly save somebody's life. Now, loads of people are on about the like teeth situation, about keeping the teeth for the babies oh, and the children. I, apparently a lot of people do this. You know what's weird? Is I'm getting videos on Instagram now of people yeah. talking about being like, throw away your kid's teeth. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. This motherfucker's listening to me 24-7. Um, uh, na, 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 na. 
Oh yeah, so then the ghost story one got loads of traction, and then people were putting up the stuff found um, that Brian Laundry his body was found. Oh, his body was found. Yeah. Do you think his family are going to be? Oh yeah, definitely. Like for aiding and abetting, yeah, and then the whole Alec Baldwin thing. Oh man, man. I don't really. Oof. Like what it's, on it's earth? Up. Like I think some stuff came in initially. I was like, God, love him. This is awful. And then when people were like, because he's one of the producers of the of the movie. Apparently, people production. walked out. So apparently the camera crew walked out camera crew walked out because of safety concerns and they had two um, non-union people come in look they had two uh, misfires on the Saturday of the gun and they still use the same gun so they're like if anything this could be manslaughter by like um, criminal negligence criminal ne- negligence basically because the, you know the way there's the strike with the IATSE at the moment yes. like and the crews are all those people are being worked to fucking it's to hear stories of people being like, m- some of my friends have been in car crashes because they were so tired going home mm. that they fucking crashed their cars. People being severely injured on set and like then being like, we have to continue, we can't stop. And then they like work through lunch. Work through lunch. And like, as and well, they work 16 hour days. Insanity. It's apps. And these people are not getting paid with these multi-billionaire no. fucking superstars are getting paid with their huge trailers. They're fucking working their arse off. They're not even getting lunch. If anything, they're falling asleep on the floor and shit. It's awful. But apparently the IATSE was saying there was nobody from their union, like a member of their no, so apparently, on set. Apparently when they walked in, they brought in non-union members. Non-union members. And then he apparently, now apparently, I don't know if this is true. Allegedly. Allegedly, 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 there was a thing, a report that was put up saying that uh, the director was like, we're going to do another take. And he was like, jokingly said, oh, another take. Maybe I should just shoot the two of you. And then. um, The whole thing is a mess. I feel so bad for that lady's family. I can't even begin. Like, imagine just getting that phone call. She's just mm. director of photography on a fucking film set. The director was shot as well and injured. Yeah, he's critically injured. But he's okay now. He's pulled through. So I think he's all right. But like, and then like, it's so strange the way Twitter has become the place that everyone goes because he put up a statement on Twitter. Alec Baldwin. Did he? I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, he put up a statement on Twitter being like he's working with the police and he's spoken to her Oh, I did and see it. And he spoke to her family and is working with the, the police, police and, and stuff. His, her husband yeah and I'm like why are you on Twitter get the fuck off Twitter like go deal with this it's just so weird the way Twitter has become like there's this podcast I listen to called The Read and whenever famous people put up like a screen grabs of their fucking notebook he calls it the um, an iOS press release yeah. and it always makes me laugh he's like the iOS press release said but I'm like why are you all doing like get what's off. that podcast called The Read The Read yeah. The Read is a great podcast it's hilarious but um, yeah that whole Alec Baldwin thing whew. the morning I read it I I when you sent me I read Alec Baldwin shot and I was like what? because my brain was not online at all when you sent it to me it was very early when I read it so we have something to talk about Uh, so we uh, got a lovely message from a lady called Dee a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. um, who asked us if we would like to work with her and And I immediately thought it was like a spammy Sarah thought it was lies and fake and we were going to get send our credit card details and get spammed and then I was like oh she's real and then I screen grabbed and sent to you (laughs) and you couldn't see the screen no, because I, I just put like, oh, it's happening. And I was like, what's happening? <laughs> um, a lovely lady called Dee who works for uh, a podcast network called the Go Loud Podcast Network. And they have asked us to work with them. 
Um, so we're going to. Now, the only thing is, it's not going to be, nothing major is going to change. There's not going to be any, like, we're not going to be on here being like, hey guys, none of that crap. I will. Uh, Sarah probably will. Colin will. sell my soul. Uh, we're just going to be working under the banner of Go Loud. So basically, our podcast will still go up as normal. It will be pr- written, not written, written. It'll be um, <laughs> done by us. And produced, and by, produced Colin. by Colin. It will just, they're just helping push our po- little podcast um, a little bit more. It'll um, have ads in it. But it will. It will have ads at the beginning, beginning and, and the, the end. end. And we will not be putting them in the middle. No, there'll be no ads in the middle. Um, uh, they said they would also love to help us potentially with live shows in the future, which I know a couple of people yeah. have been asking about that. And we, the multimedia bits, we're not sure about. We're not sure about that yet. Although but... I'm trying to convince Emma if we put balaclavas on, what you doing with me? <laughs> Justin give me gas. Hey you. Oh, Dara. Oh, Do you know what the thing is about Berlin? No crack. There's no crack. No crack. Hey you. Oh, Dara. I do not understand. Oh, sorry. I do not understand. <laughs> no um, crack. But yeah, so we just wanted to say thank you to Dee for being so lovely and kind and so patient with us and for actually wanting us on their network. Um, they have some really good podcasts. They actually have Stall It, Darren Conway's Stall podcast. Stall It, Darren, Darren Conway. and his friend, whose name I can't remember right Graham, now, but he is also hilarious as Graham well. Graham listens to the Stall And he podcast. deserves just as much credit. And um, Talking Bollocks, which my sister listens to. Actually. That Talking Bollocks podcast is unbelievably yeah. good. My sister listens to it. So they have some really, really good podcasts on there, but we're really happy. Joe um, McGuckin is his friend's name. That's the guy. Uh, we're really happy. The three of us are excited. We're nervous, obviously, because I don't know why. Sometimes I think, why would anybody want to work with this nonsense? But like, listen, if they're happy, we're happy. I um, think for me, and I know that I made the point to them, is that I just didn't want to, like, they were like, you can come in the studio. And I was like, I don't really want to go in the studio. Not because I don't want to go. No. We'll definitely go and like, of course, we'll use see, it we'll once look. or twice yeah, and yeah, have yeah, a look. Yeah. But I just think like, for what we do... This is like we like this isn't like heavily produced. No, it's it's it's, it's me. You have a chance. Just, like that's the thing. I mean, I think even that. Time, I know this is ridiculous, but even that time we recorded in my kitchen, I felt weird. Yeah. The whole time I was like, oh, I don't like this. But these people are legit. Oh, they're legit. So they, they own Spin uh, 103, 98 FM, OTB Sports, News Talk, Today FM. Yeah. So there could be a potential of, they said they might potentially play one of our episodes on a radio station now. I don't know how they're going to do that because it's going to be someone with a bleeping machine. Um, But yeah, they want to work with us and it's actually really flattering that they want to work with us. And yeah, I mean, no, it really is. It is, it's lovely. And Dee has been so sweet and so helpful. So yeah, as I said, nothing is going to change. We're not going to start fucking, you know being bigger dickheads than we already are um, I can, not I be can any, make no promises <laughs> there's not going to be any nonsense going on more than there already is um, and as I, as Sarah said there will be an ad at the beginning and the end but that's it uh, we're not going to be pushing shit we're not going to be doing anything like that so um, just thank you to be perfectly honest thank you to every single person that has listened to this fucking podcast yeah, I still, get, thank over, you I still so get very overwhelmed sometimes that people care or talk about us um so thank you we really appreciate it and hopefully it'll go well and we'll keep you updated on the situation but yes we're going to be working with a podcast network because to be perfectly honest we don't know what the fuck we're doing we so, don't know what we're um, doing it's nice to have people that like even when she was talking to us about it's like oh okay like she knew what she was talking yeah. about we don't we don't fully know what we're talking about but yeah so um yeah that's it so hurrah thank you to everybody uh Here, do you know what is on the podcast network tell me the GAA podcast. I'm telling you, lads, we're going to be on the GAA podcast as special guests. We'd be like uh, on the GA podcast. Just because you're on GA, just because you're in the GAA, doesn't mean that you're not a murderer. <laughs> just saying. I went to see Dune. It was very good. It was good. Like Graham says, like because I was like, this is Star Wars for adults. He was like, agreed. And I was like, is there sex in it? He was like, there's no sex in the book. 
Oh. Um, but there's one scene where Oscar Isaac has no clothes on. Oscar Isaac's in it? Yes. Oh. Um, which I said to Graham that he always plays a nice man. So I just think he's a nice dude. No, Sarah. He, I am telling you now, there are people who play themselves over and over again. Harrison Ford, an arrogant, How's hilarious you human being. But John Mulaney. John Mulaney. John Mulaney. John. Did you hear the newest? That they're pregnant? They're broken up. No, they are not. Uh, of course they are. Of course they're broken Is up. Is she pregnant with his child? Yes. And second, they've broken up? Second trimester and he dumped her. Of course he did. What? Like, the man was in rehab, divorced his wife, started seeing her. He didn't, sorry. Didn't divorce his wife. Started seeing her. And then divorced, divorced his, his wife, wife. And then got her pregnant all in the space of like five months after coming out of rehab. And now he dumped her. Oh my god mm, Mess I love mess That is a mess I love weird Anyway Oscar Isaac uh, I love you Sarah Gra- loves you Actually Oscar Isaac. I said to Graham in bed I said do you ever think About having sex with other people And he went eh, No And he was like Would you ask me that And I was like No reason <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely And he was like No reason eh, Do you ever think About having sex I was like His name's Jason Sudeikis but I only want to have sex with him when he's Ted Lasso. Yeah, he, uh, presented at SNL last night. Yeah, mm. it was very good. Um, and he was like, gee? And I was like, eh, no. No. Man, I stared at no. the corner in the scene. And eh, no, I'm just going to go to sleep now. Good night. Uh, don't try to sex with me. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Grable. He's trying his best. We're that has to be a lie, but he has to be lying. He has to be. Well, obviously, because if he said it to you, you'd be like, what? No, I don't yes, think I fucking, would. Yes, you would. I oh, absolutely like, would. I said this. What? Like, how could you say no? He was like, eh, no. Oh, dude, I don't think about having sex with other people. At all. In I'm, the Is it just me? I, no, it's absolutely not just you. Is it just you and Graham then? I just think I'm dead inside, so that's probably what it is at me. Like... Having sex with one person is enough for me. I can't be thinking Yeah, like, I'm not anymore. actually physically having sex no, with anybody you're thinking, else. No, you're thinking about it. Not like it's not like every second of the day. But sometimes just, I might just when you're washing the dishes, sure. <laughs> in the shower, sound stuff. <laughs> no, I don't um, think about sex with people, especially not famous people, because I think famous people are insane. It's never like no, it's never like just average Jones. Like it's never someone I know. It's always like oh, it's always like a famous person. Yeah. Oh no, I still don't. It's think never like that. I'm not like so desperately. I just don't like think I'm not, disconnected I'm, to my marriage that any man that I interact with, yeah, like, like sex, mm. sex, sex, sex. <laughs> um, no, I, I am. I just think famous people are crazy. Can we say that now? Yeah. Okay. Famous people are crazy. So yeah. I never ever think about having sex with them because I'm like, I don't want to deal with this crazy, whatever this is going on here now that you need to be famous. Not for me. Although you and Colin are, you and Colin would like to be famous. I don't know if I'd like to be famous. I would not. Me and, um, me, my mum and dad mm-hmm. were talking to me about it today when I was talking uh-huh. about this never. go out thing. And I was like, calm down people. Now, come on. I know, but it's just my parents. I know. Like, like my mother thinks my parents, I'm on here telling my, the and my parent, news like, to the radio. My parents kind of understand it, but I'm sure my mum thinks I'm like, Broadcasting just your personal life to the Broadcasting, world. which I just said about thinking about having sex with other people uh, to, I don't know, many people that listen to this podcast, but you know, that's life. Nearly, um, nearly 460,000 downloads. Yeah, I know, it's Madness. insane. Um, I I don't know. Like, part of me, when she said about the multimedia thing, I knew that, like, when we were sitting there, I think I wrote the statue down yeah, yeah, so yeah. you could look at it, and I was like, oh, no, I was not going to want to do that. Um, but, um, like, blind, a blind, blind boy? Yes. He was saying that, like, one of the things, that he was the same. So for him, the reason he wears that... It's just to kind of keep his 
it's to keep it. He says that like a humble ground. He said, but sometimes people just like absolutely know it's me. Really? He has a really obvious voice. He's a voice. very distinct voice. Yeah. Very distinct like voice. If I heard him in a lift, I'd be like, hey, hello. Um, no, he has a super, super He said he went to voice. a wedding once and someone told everybody who he was and he had to leave. Oh, no. That's mm. awful. Which I kind of get. Oh, my God. I would be the exact same. Especially he has, he is quite famous. Like, yeah, very famous. He's not like us or nothing. Super famous in Ireland. Like, who the fuck are we? No one Incredibly no one smart. But he's very, very smart. He's very mm-hmm. astute. Yeah, his podcast is really, really good, actually. Mm-hmm. I really like him. He's a guest on... Uh, I think he was on Adam Buxton's podcast. He was on Darren Conway's podcast. Or the Stolo one. The other day. Was he? He was. Oh, that must actually be why Graham was talking about him. Because Graham listens to that podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on that. Um, and listens to this podcast. Graham's a good husband. Graham. And you were thinking about having sex with other people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Disgraceful. I'm bringing him to Disneyland for his birthday. He may get over it. That chap does not want to go to Disneyland. You were bringing yourself to Disneyland. Do you and think Graham is going to go with to you? He already told me. They just want to go. He was like, you said to me this is Graham's idea and I said, is your idea? It's not my fucking idea. <laughs> you already told me. Lies. Lies. <laughs> in the kitchen. Graham. I said, I heard you going to Disneyland. He was like, oh, it was your idea. It was like, it was my idea. <laughs> Graham has never had an idea in his life. Yet. <laughs> um, You're dragging his ass yeah. to Disneyland. Well, I don't know because one of the things is definitely not my cup of tea. <laughs> the day of his birthday is going to make a lightsaber. Oh, that's cool. That's like cost $200. Yeah, they're really expensive. In that. And everything gets, in Disneyland He gets overpriced. to make by himself. In a little, a lightsaber. In a little, I was like, he was like, you have to book it. And then you get to go in. And I was like, yeah, you and like seven, nine-year-olds. <laughs> like, I'm not going with you. You're not going to look weird like, at all, girl. I was like, all right. <laughs> no, there'd be tons of adults in and there. And you wonder why I'm taking my sex with other people? No, there'd be tons of adults in there. And there'd be all those men, their wives are like, just go in there, I'm not going with you. I pro- I'm, I'm saying Lily probably go with him. I don't oh, know what nice. Anyway. Okay, I gotta take my pill before we start telling these ghost stories. Okay. Attention feminists! Murder Most Irish merchandise available now from teespring.com. Plain, boring old teas getting you down? Hey, buddy, does your honey scream funny, duddy? Spruce up your wardrobe with brand new and improved MMI apparel exclusively from teespring.com. Don't be a mug? Buy one of ours. Like to steal things? Conceal your identity at the local shop and go with a kooky face mask. Be the swingingest crazy bag lady on the block with our organic totes. Murder Most Irish merchandise at teespring.com for all your murder feminist needs. Teespring.com is a third-party company. All stock manufacturing, purchases and refunds are handled exclusively by them. Any queries should be directed to www.teespring.com. All right, Sarah Jane Heffernan, are you ready for some I'm ready. Stories? We're doing some spooky stories. So this week we're doing a Halloween special where we're going to do, uh, we ask people to send in some spooky stories to us. Have um, you got any spooky stories? Not really, Like, no. have you ever had, like, a thing no. where you were like, that, that, like, genuinely, no. I can't explain that? No. Nothing. Not, have mm-hmm. any, has any of you, Anybody in your family? Oh, and my mum always said she's had stuff. Is that because she's loopers? Uh, it's because she she believes kind of believes in that stuff but my mother my mum always says there's nobody to fear except the living Emma but then she'll tell me stories about ghosts and I'm like that didn't happen Kathleen yeah no I don't I don't have anything you think I would think where I grew up because I grew up in a really rural area that you would think you would see things like you know because it's we don't have the benefits of like lighting on our roads and our streets so that tends to be where people see things because it's so fucking dark I was actually reading a thing a while ago and it was really funny it was this historian talking about like where these tales come from of like demons and beasts and ghosts and ghouls and he was like a lot of it can be explained by the fact that people didn't have glasses I was like 
Oh my god! He was like, because glasses didn't exist, so they were, people with bad vision were seeing, and they were like, what "That's is that? where they think mermaids come from." Yeah, they think mermaids were just like manatees. Manatees, yeah. And they were like manatees. But the like thing I don't understand about manatees, right? How they're like correlated is like mermaids are supposed to be just like vivacious, sexy. like sexy thing. You know, someone fucked. Have a you ever seen like, a manatee? They were like, I'm being like, that's because someone fucked a manatee, and then like you fucked a manatee, and he's like, no, she had a woman's, woman's she face. Had a vagina. She had a vagina with a woman's yeah. face. Just, just tail. I, I ever tell you the time I watched that movie, The Lighthouse. Oh man, that that movie, man, that that's a lot. That's a lot. That film. The whole time throughout that film, I was just deeply uncomfortable. The mermaid vagina yeah. for me was enough. I was just waiting. I for said, me. "Well, we can turn this shit off now." And I just they, all, I knew, and he really wanked in that scene. He did really wank, and also I knew everything smelled. Yeah, that's my. I'm on thing. I look at things and they look. I know they smell. I'm like, Ugh. those method actors, man. Just look stinky. Willem Dafoe's amazing in it. Willem Dafoe's amazing in it. And so is uh, what's his name? Vampire, well, Vampire I like he just likes having a wank in that what's movie. I can't think of him. I call Vampire-y, him Fluffy. Vampire Joe. I can't Edward Cullen. That is that. That's what I mean. <laughs> oh, Twilight I name. What's his name? Who cares? Vampire Mac Man. Him. Batman. That guy. He's the, the new Batman. Oh, uh, fucking! I can't think of his name. Anyway, that guy. Everyone's screaming <laughs> this at us right now because I cannot remember this man's name. Um, do you not think? Apparently, he doesn't wash his hair. Yeah, I imagine he doesn't wash his balls either. Uh-huh. That's the vibe I get off him. Big time. Like, do you ever just see actors and you're like, I know you don't fucking wash yourself. I just get that vibe off him. Uh, Mike, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Good good job in that um, movie. In, uh, in no, not Inception, the, the backwards movie. Memento? Nope. What backwards movie? The movie where they're going to the time and they have to they go backwards. We're great at describing films. <laughs> If you ever need anybody to describe a film for you, give us a show. Uh, Robert Pattinson. Let's see. Movies, 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 movies. It's in Twilight. It's in Tenet. Oh, Tenet. I haven't seen that. He is just beautiful in that movie. Oh, I think he he has a very uh, unusual face, but it's very nice. Mm. Good for him. Well done. It looks like he got hit with a shovel. It does look like it. Yeah. A bit, a bit does look like yeah. it. Someone who laid him out with a shovel. Yeah, and I wouldn't blame him. And he's them. making it work. He's fucking killing he's the game. He's a new Batman. I don't think about him. I won't be watching it. Best look to everybody that does. Because I don't care about Batman. I probably will, because what's his face is in it? That Dano fella that I like. Dano? Oh, Paul Dano? Yeah. Uh, Colin Farrell is really good in it as well. Yeah, and he doesn't look anything like Colin Farrell. I saw it's a picture and I was like, incredibly fuck odd. Fuck me, it's weird. It makes no point. Like, why don't you just get someone that looks like that? Why don't you just get Danny DeVito again? Yeah, Danny. Danny! Danny. We love you, Danny. Um, yeah, so this week we're going to do, because a Halloween special. How did we get to there from I there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> take care, take care. Um, so I'm going to read, we got some stories, as I said, from Facebook. Um, Are you reading them all or am I reading no, one? No, you can read them. There's seven, so we can do one each if you want. Okay. I'm going to sneeze again. Fuck, those banshee bones are making me sneeze. That's not a normal thing to say. <sighs> but it's the air. It's the vinegar. You sound like me talking about my body. Werewolf vomits first. Like, Oogie what do you mean sneeze. the vinegar in them makes you sneeze? Vinegar makes me sneeze. If I eat chips with vinegar, I sneeze. It makes me sneeze. That's completely normal. It's the uh, fumes from the vinegar, not fumes. Okay. <laughs> it's, you know, the fumes. <laughs> the fumes, not fumes. <laughs> Whatever's coming off the vinegar makes me sneeze. Okay. Every time. Or if I eat like um, a sauce or like a vinaigrette, it makes me sneeze. Um, listen, I don't know what my body is. I don't understand anything. All right, so we're going to do our first story. I don't know. Can we say surnames? Yeah. Okay. Did they send them to us? <laughs> Give their fucking address. Um, our, first story- <laughs> number. our first story is from Dorian Edder. Oh, Dorian. What? Dorian wants to send us a gift uh, care parcel. Because we said that she was from the past? 
She does sound like she's from the past. That's, do you not remember when yeah, we yeah, joke yeah. about she the, does the tampons? She sounds like she's from the past. Uh, she wants to send us a care parcel. So. Send her my address. Thank you so much. I will. Thank you, Dorian. Okay, so Dorian's for, uh, story. So back in the 90s, I lived in a Victorian era duplex. Of course, Dorian lived in a Victorian era duplex. Dorian, are you from the Victorian past? Victorian is 100% from the past. She's typed some typewriter. She's a time traveller. And then got her, her new age boyfriend yeah. to send it on Facebook. She's like, could you, could you do one of those <laughs> electronic letters for me? Like, Dearest darling. Tick, 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 tick. And there's a like a crow I'm allowed to work <laughs> oh, there's a crow sitting on her shoulder a raven a raven yeah um, so back in the 90s I lived in a Victorian era duplex in Minneapolis with my BFF Jen and her two year old daughter Mary we definitely felt a ghostly presence in the place some parentheses cabinets and doors getting opened and shut nope. cats tracking invisible moving objects fucking cats if there's anything creepy in your house the cat will find it I don't it know shits um, but perceived it as a feminine maternal and not at all malevolent. One night though, my daughter... Oh, sorry, the little girl was uh, Dorian's daughter. One night my daughter spilled juice on her security blanket. The security blanket's name is Nani. That's so cute. Aww. We normally only washed it when she was sleeping so she wouldn't be without it. But it was so sticky we had to put it in the wash before bedtime. That's like, remember Lily's lamb, Lammy? You had to wash it. She's, still, she's a cat now. <laughs> she, like, she is a cat. <laughs> it smells so bad. You're like we have to wash this. We have to wash and this. And she's like, no, don't wash no, it. No, no, like, it's better, I was, it's like she got into bed with me this morning, and I said, Lily, make honest God, put that cat on the floor. And she was like, what? I put it under the covers, and I was like, your face <laughs> smells like the cat. Did you get to wash it? No. Oh, it's wearing a skirt now. <laughs> I mean, why not? Living its best life. Mm. Um, okay, so da, 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 sorry. Uh, my BFF carried Noni and my daughter down to the basement laundry so she could. Uh, see that her noni was just going in the machine basement laundry nope. absolutely not nope red flag immediately a minute later I heard my daughter screaming and Jen come running back up the stairs into her dining room my daughter was wailing and Jen had tears in her eyes and was as white as a sheet I ran over to see if they were hurt or if I needed to ring the police or what and then was able to make out what my daughter was saying in between sobs the baby was saying the baby the baby in the fire Yes, I'd be burning that calf down to the ground. Then Jen told me as soon as they rounded the corner at the bottom of the stairs, Mary started pointing to the corner of the basement and shrieking, fire, fire, baby in the fire. No. While she tried to claw her way out of Jen's arms and back up the stairs. We got everyone settled down, washed Nani in the sink, rocked Mary to sleep and poured ourselves some whiskeys in the hope of ever sleeping again ourselves. Jen was still shaking hours later. We fell asleep on the couch with the lights on. The following week, we researched the property and discovered that there'd been extensive damage to the house at some point in the 1910s. The house was repaired and the deed passed from a man to a single woman who owned it alone until the 1980s. Her name was Diana and that we would call our ghost. After that, we would call our ghost by her name and let her know how sorry we were about the baby. We never had another encounter like that in the house, but my daughter also never went into the basement again as long as we lived there. I have chills. Americans, stop putting your fucking laundry in basements. What is that? But it's not common in America to have your laundry in your house. <sighs> I know. Do you have they little, like, like, yeah. Yeah, they have the, their, the basement is where they all go down. Yeah, no, don't be going in the basement. No. 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 Put it in the, put it in the do, kitchen. Do, do you know why I think basements are a terrible idea? Why? Because if there is a fire in one, how the fuck do you get out? I have no idea. But like, did you remember those floods uh, in New York there just a couple yeah. of months ago? And all those people died in, in the, the basement? In the basement, yeah. I'm glad you don't live in that house anymore. <laughs> Do you want to read the next one? Yep. This one's... Is this one from M. David? M. David. M. David. E.M. E.M. No, I can't with the toot. Oh, sorry. sorry, She tried to give me chocolate. Sorry. Okay. So, hey guys, my story. 
There is a location near my home place called Temple Michael. It has an old church and behind it has a ruin of a small tower. When we were kids, we used to camp beside it in a field near the river with our scout troop of Halloween. What is with when you're like... Stop bringing your children to fucking rivers of Halloween. We used to go to the Hellfire Club of Halloween. The banshees. Like, hmm? we, th- th- terrifying. Um, just to have a scary night and tell some ghost stories. Walking the church grounds and finding creative ways to scare the shit out of ourselves. Real proper Halloween frights. When I was about 12, we were camping there and playing a game of manhunt. Kind of a cross between chasing and hide and seek. We call that IRA. Jesus Christ. True story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not, not joking. Myself and one of my mates were the hunties, so to speak. And we decided to hide behind the terror uh, ruin, thinking nobody would come looking for us there. At about 20 minutes of hiding later, we heard a rustle in some nearby bushes. We stayed hidden, thinking someone had braved it to come find us. Instead, we saw four adults, two men, two women, chatting and sharing a box of cigarettes. They were dressed in suits and nice dresses and looked like they'd been at a wedding. What was unusual were their clothes looked looked like they were from the 70s, with flares on the ends of their pants, colourful floral shirts, and the men had long hair and bushy locks. Um, this was 1995 <laughs> parentheses parentheses it's Halloween lads people dress up this was 1995 so defo not that style it was surprised to us because we thought the church had been closed down they disappeared into the tower a few seconds later and we followed them to find out why they were who they were etc but when we got into the tower there was no sign of them I take back the Halloween conversation. We climbed the steps and still no sign. Now to give context, there's only one entrance to the exit, one entrance and exit into the tower and we were no more than a couple of seconds behind them. No. (gasps) Ghosts. 1970s ghosts. We took off at a rate of knots at that stage, passing the church, which was definitely closed, into the arms of our mates, told them the story, which they, of course, didn't believe. To this day, I've no explanation. Now, ask anyone that knows me. I'm a complete sceptic, but this is something I could never explain and true me completely. Completely, I haven't camped there since. Yeah, you're dead fucking. That's smart. Good woman. Good woman or good I wonder, sure. actually, if she... what uh, M. David... If like anything around where you were, if there was like something a car there, accident yeah, yeah, yeah. or like a fire or something yeah, happens something. around, yeah. Oh, I have che- that one's. Oh, I'm sorry, but the Halloween and we're gonna we'll walk you downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Em. I'll read this one. So this is from Claire- Kira Claire Collins. I grew up in a haunted house, and the ghost name was Billy. You would see something out of the corner of your eye, have the feeling of being watched, and little things parentheses, pencils, pens, etc. will go missing and when you would ask Billy to give it back and when you looked again at where you left it, it will be back even though you checked fucking everywhere. There was a room off my parents' room which I hated because I was convinced that was where he lived. This is fucking terrifying. Imagine being a child. I mean like I grew up with a ghost. This is... The room was above the front hall of our house. When my niece was two or three years old, used to play... She used to play with the man at the end of the hall. Nope. We saw him as harmless. Anyway, on to the story. My three younger siblings were home alone as this was the late 80s and 90s while me, my older sisters and parents were in the town. Sorry, in the town we lived attending a festival. I had to go home at a certain time to take over babysitting as my parents weren't completely neglectful. So I go home, walk down the hall and try to open the sitting room door and it was locked. We never locked that door. I knock on the door and hear one of my sisters asking, who is it? in a terrified voice. 
When they let me in, my brother, who was the youngest, was asleep, asleep on the couch and my two sisters looked petrified. They told me that they had sent my brother to bed and he went upstairs. And he came down, came running down screaming that there was a man in the house and he saw him in our parents' room. He, oh my God, he wouldn't let them leave the sitting room. I pick up a golf, golf club and head upstairs, shitting myself, but find no one. So I go to send my sisters to bed. They head upstairs with the golf club and a hurley. <laughs> and my brother woke up and lost his shit, crying and shouting that there's a man in the house. I calmed him down, but he was so genuine and scared in his reaction that it scared me and made me second guess myself. Had I just sent my two sisters upstairs to be murdered? Spoiler, no, I hadn't. When my parents and older sister came home, I told them what happened. And my parents said that he, he must have what he must have seen was his reflection in the large mirror in their room. But my sisters and I are not convinced of this, as my brother was five to six years old at the time, so could hardly mistake his own reflection as a man standing in my parents' room. We think he saw Billy, and to this day you cannot tell us otherwise. The parents no longer live in that house, and we still mock my mock my brother with the man in the mirror. That's fucking terrifying. Mm. Shit like that makes me really uncomfortable, because it's like... Imagine just being like there's something in the house and then giving it a name. I think also, but you know, like that thing of like, <sighs> the other thing is like, you know, what's the East Area Rapist? Yeah. Do you remember there was like a girl that saw him a couple of times, a little yeah, girl, yeah, and yeah. she said, and her dad was like, nah, there's no, mm. like that's nothing. You're just some, mm-hmm. like that thing of like, like it could be something. But how many of those stories as well do you hear of people, kids especially, being like, I saw someone in the house and the parents are like, no, no, no. And then it ends up there's someone fucking living in the attic yeah. or some shit like that. Yeah. You know that scene in Parasite? Have you seen Parasite? No. Where the kid is in the kitchen or they're recording and you see your man coming up through the up through the little archway door that they have. He's been living in the house and they don't know it. It's fucking terror. Shit like that. Yeah. But that to me is kind of like that. You hear so many people being like, we thought there was something or like that story of that guy being like, in America, that was like somebody is in my house. Yeah, and they were coming down in the evening and like eating the food out of his yeah. fridge, and then it turned out there was a homeless lady living in his fucking. Yeah. No, nope. Kira, thank you very, very much. I hope your brother's okay. Yeah, that's fucking traumatizing, man. Jesus Christ. So this one's from Christina Spaulding. I say that's great name. Right. The house I lived in when I was. 10 to around 19 was over 200 years old and was very haunted she's straight in straight in no preamble on this no one. fucking no bullshit she's no foreplay here <laughs> she's kissing and she ain't missing straight into fuck straight to fucking she's dropped the hand <laughs> so many people saw ghosts apart from me and my family so many people saw ghosts apart from me and my family literally seeing full-blown apparitions of people ra- ra- ranging from a young girl to an old man in the top hat there are a few stories, but the main one that I still think about happened to me when I was at home alone. My mom, brother and sister were out and I was planning on calling to my friend's house, but she was having dinner. So I had an hour or so to kill before I was leaving to call for her. So I was in my bedroom, which was the room next to the sitting room. The house was a bungalow. And the next thing I heard people talking coming from the sitting room. It was muffled voices, but I could hear older people and kids all talking at the same time. I knew it wasn't my family, so straight away I was freaked out. Oh God. I walked towards the door and I opened it and seen what was going on and I heard, shh. Oh, a- no. And the voices stopped. No. Well, I legged it from the house so fast and interrupted my friend's dinner. 
I was used to the ghost at that, at that stage, but that scared the shit out of me, probably because I was on my own at the time and they were all friendly and never did anything to harm anyone. It was almost like they used to just co they just coexisted in the house with us. I've some pictures to share with you too. <laughs> Not from the house in my story, but still creepy. So the first one is my boyfriend. The first one, my boyfriend was home alone one night in our old apartment while I stayed at my mom's and he was out that night with work and came home locked and started sending me drunk selfies. Oh no. <clears throat> I've blanked out his face because he's very drink drunk and he would not be happy to know I showed you all. But if you zoom in and look in the top left corner of the picture, it looks Sarah. like the top of someone's head. You can even see their hair sticking up in their face. Perfect. No. <laughs> it's so creepy. We didn't see it at first. I only noticed it months later. We'd moved out. Are you going to look at it? I was taking the piss out of him with the picture. It still gives me the creeps. Uh, when we look at it. Ah! That's terrifying! Oh my oh, god! No, I can't look at it, I won't sleep, I won't sleep! Fucking I won't... terrifying! <laughs> I won't sleep, I won't sleep if you show me that! I won't sleep, I won't sleep! I won't sleep, I won't okay. sleep, I won't sleep, I won't sleep, I know I won't sleep. I'm glad you didn't read the story! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> and then this one is me and my friend having drinks in her kitchen. We took a selfie and added a filter to try and make ourselves look a bit less locked in a mess. Ha ha. Managed to catch what looks like a ghost photobombing us. There was nobody else in the kitchen and there's nothing behind us that could explain this. Oh my God, this is fucking... Sarah, stop. <gasps> what the fuck? That was like Marilyn Manson. I literally <laughs> the one with her the one with her um is 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 terrifying. It's like much okay, worse. Uh, I know I won't sleep. I won't sleep. I won't sleep tonight if I look at that. I know I won't. Is it really scary? It's just so random. And it really looks like a person. It just definitely looks like something. Like it looks like it it's uh, like it looks like Oh no. Thank you so much for that story and those terrifying pictures. Um so Eilish Bergen. Oh, good name. Adish said, not sure if this counts as a spooky story or even ghostly, but it always makes me laugh. A friend of my granddad's was visiting one time when he was sitting in the kitchen with my granny and granddad chatting and smoking. All the kids had gone to bed at this point, so it was just the three of them. My granny and granddad were trying to convince the friend to give up smoking because they, because they weren't good for him and he was constantly coughing. But he just laughed it off and ignored them. He started to leave and decided to go to the toilet before heading off. So he went out into the hall to go down to the bathroom. My mum used to sleepwalk and when she was younger, uh, sorry, sleepwalk when she was younger. And on occasion, she had got up and left her room and was just standing eerily at the top of the stairs. Parentheses, luckily she didn't start to walk down the stairs in her sleep, half asleep state. My granddad's friend spotted her and because of her white nightie and the moonlight shining on her through the window from across the landing, he thought he saw an apparition of either the Virgin Mary or a ghost. Oh God. He could never really decide which one it was telling the story so many times. He promptly forgot about the toilet, came back into the kitchen white as a sheet and left the house without saying a word. When my granny and granddad went to bed, they noticed my mom stand, standing at the top of the stairs and worked out what had happened, but never told him the truth. Oh. That's so mean. <laughs> 
friend ended up giving up cigarettes for good. So he must have thought it was like, oh, like an a, omen or something. He went cold turkey after that night and never touched them again. And when he died, he was still convinced he'd seen an apparition of some kind because no one had the heart to tell him it was just my man sleepwalking. Aww. Ailish, that's a great story. Thank you so much. Sleepwalking kids are the worst. That's a great story. Uh, this is your own hair. Okay. Uh, hair. What? Kaylee Nee Regan. Regan. Reagan. Kaylee Nee Reagan. So this is kind of a long one and it has a trigger warning for suicide. Mm-hmm. So this happened when I was 13 and when we first moved into our house. The house is in the middle of the woods. There was a crazy storm one night and the wind was howling like a banshee outside. This Kaylee is 100% Irish. An Irish woman. Yeah. Uh, and the rain was pelting in on the window. I was in bed when the thunder and lightning started, and after a while, after a while, the noise from the the noise from the storm became almost a background noise, and I started to hear noises from inside the house. The stairs constantly creaked at night, like someone was walking up and down it. I could also I could also always hear what sounded like footsteps going up and down the hallway and coming from the ceiling above my bed, nope. like someone was upstairs. But my mother would always tell me the next day it was just a house settling. However, that night, even over the sound of the storm raging outside, I could make out a few noises I hadn't heard before. There was a tud, 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 and it was consistent. It was consistent, like the ticking of a clock. I realized it was coming from the window or the patio door area next to my bed, and I figured it was just a branch or something looking at the clock or something. And looking at the clock, I saw it was three a.m. So I rolled over to try get some sleep before school the next morning. Yet the thud just started getting louder, and that's when and only then I copped. There were no trees near my window or even at that side of the house at all. Just a lawn. There was absolutely nothing that could be hitting the window. So I listened to it closely. Thud, thud, thud. It was so consistent in its pacing and you could predict each tud, but it was getting louder. Obviously a little freaked, I went, obviously a little freaked, I went through all, oh, oh, she just has a spell mistake. Obviously a little freaked, I went through a logical explanations in my mind as to what it might be and I had none. The room was pitch black except for the random flashes of lighting. Lightning. I tried to block it out and put my head under the covers, feeling like I was being stupid. I decided to go see what it was so I could put my mind at ease and get some sleep. I pulled back the curtain and I was not prepared for what I saw. A pale white foot. So white that the skin was translucent and I could make out the blue veins running beneath the skin. The heel was banging against the window causing the tud noises. And as soon as I realised what it was, the rest of the figure came into focus. No! The foot was only one of two feet that were dangling beneath the white piece of material. As I began to focus less on the foot causing the tud and look at the overall figure, I realised with shock that the foot belonged to a girl. A girl was hanging somewhere from outside my window. Her limp, lifeless body was swaying in the wind and her feet was banging against the glass. Her skin was just as translucent as the rest of her body. Sorry, I am so terrified. This is fucking terrifying. Like, I am petrified. She wore an old-fashioned white petticoat. The material was soaked through from the rain and even more see-through than her skin. The bottom of her petticoat was covered, petticoat was covered in mud, as were the bottoms of her feet. As if she trekked in her bare feet through the woods. Her arms hung limply at the side of her head. At the side and her head hung limply along with her... And and her long dark hair was like oil hanging down stuck to her face. 
her arms with the wet. I stuck to her face and her arms with the wet. I was so scared, I screamed. I jumped back with fright, letting go of the curtain I was holding to the side. And just as the curtain was falling back in place to cover up the body of the girl, I saw her limp head turn to... No! The- no! I'm what the fuck? Stare at me. With crimson eyes, the sockets of her eyes were grey and reddish hue around, which is in comparison to the ghostly white of her face, made her look all more haunting. Oh, I spent the rest of the night under the covers, I praying for morning to come. Burn that gaff down is what I would have done. When I finally did, I told my mother what I had seen. Absolutely terrified, my mum tried to convince me it was just a nightmare and told me not to mention it to anyone else, including my younger sister or brother. So I didn't. Yet every time it was a stormy night and the thunder and lightning, I could hear the thuds against... I could hear the thuds again. I learned to ignore them and never looked out. Fast forward seven years later and I'm in my first year of college. I'm living in Cork. After a stormy night, I got a phone call from my mother first thing in the morning. She's panicking, asking me, do I remember the story I told her about the girl hanging from the window? Obviously, I do. I was fucking terrifying. Anyway, she starts accusing me of telling my sister the story. My sister had moved into my old bedroom a year or two before. I promised her I never mentioned it to my sister. And she asks, what's it all about? She goes silent before finally whispering on the phone. Your sister saw her last night. Kaylee, what the fuck? Your parents need to move out of the house. Get out of that gaff! Like. That is absolutely fucking terrifying. Terrifying! I'm absolutely not seeing her tonight. And I'm not. Like. I'm going to be. What, Colin is, has a guest in his room tonight, which is me. Like. I wouldn't be living in the house. I'd be gone. That's. I'm glad you're out of the house. I feel do you know what I will say? That's incredibly well written, Kaylee. Yes! That is a story. Thank Kaylee. you, Kaylee. That is terrifying. Equal parts terrifying, but also incredibly well written. Uh, that what the fuck? Like, what would you do? Like, do I would you know what I'm like, say? burn this guy. Oh, I know this is a weird thing to say. My nipples are killing me because I'm so scared. <laughs> I've got goosebumps. <laughs> I just keep getting that thing down my back. Oh, when she said that the eyes, I was like, mm, no. Kaylee, um, are we like, are we? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> How are we going to die? Hayley, uh, thank you for your story. And that is me not sleeping tonight. I'm absolutely definitely not looking at those photographs because I 100% will not sleep tonight. Jesus Christ. Last story. Uh, Claire McGann. She said, Guy, yesterday's pod was a tough listen. It was. Here's my spooky story, lads. My family home was built on land where an old small dwelling used to be. It was easier to get planning permission by keeping the foundation of the tiny spooky old house and adding the rest onto it. Guess whose bedroom is the only room on the old house foundation? Mine. My room is constantly freezing. Can I just say this is my mad house? Mm. My room is constantly freezing and none of our pets through the years would stay in that room longer than 30 seconds before running away. I never got weird vibes in it there, but it was just always freezing. Also for backstory, my mum is from West Cork, so naturally she's heard a banshee. Thinks that if a bird is trying to get into your house, someone will die soon and is generally really superstitious. This is my mother. Does your mum think have a bird's this- trying to get into oh, your house? Oh, my mother sees a bird in the house. Good luck. Someone is dead. They're dead already. We're just waiting to get the phone call. <laughs> like she is convinced. Like I remember one time a robin came into the house and I was like, "Ma, you need to calm down." And then like three weeks later, someone died. She was like, "There was a robin." In the kitchen. That's not my mom. Robin says in the kitchen because it's looking for food and it's cold. Kathleen. She. Uh, this is like like off. Like so this is a story off. But my dad's dad, so my grandfather. Yeah. But my dad's on my dad's side. Um, died when he was really young, and he died really suddenly. Yeah. So it wasn't expected that he would die. Yeah. And he died in August. So he died uh, 
the day so my dad's birthday and then Michaela's birthday are like one day apart yeah and he died like on my dad's birthday but like technically into Michaela's Michaela's birthday birthday. because it was into the night um and my mom always my mom is like superstitious in any way and she says that she dreams about her mom Okay. So my mom's mom died also when she was the same age as my granddad. Right. So my grandmother on my mother's side died when she was 55. Right. And my granddad died when he was 55. God, they're so young, Sarah. Yeah. Um. Now my granny was sick, but she wasn't like so sick that she was, she had severe arthritis, like rheumatoid arthritis and was crippled with it. But she was on like serious, because back then they treated it differently because they couldn't really treat it. So she was on like very heavy Medication. medication for pain yeah um and she ended up just having a heart attack and her heart just gave out um but my mum said that the night that my granddad died she was dreaming of her mum and she gave her a cross like a crucifix mm-hmm. but it was like a piece of jewelry um my mum said that she woke up and the door someone was knocking at the front door tell me this yeah but we did have, because I remember the door, we had an aluminium door and if it was in any way windy, the yeah, knocker blank, would blank, go. Blank, blank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, this is summer. Yeah. It's not windy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said she got up and she said she heard someone say Richie, which was my granddad's name, which is why my brother is called Richie. And she just went back to sleep. She just like got back into bed and was like, gosh, it must be just being the wind at the door. Um, And then yeah. they got the call and my granddad had been taken to hospital and was dead. Yeah, stuff like that freaks the fuck out of me. Yeah. Stuff like that freaks the fuck out of me. Dreams really scare me and I pretend that they don't, but they do. They frighten me. And like, even when I have bad dreams, I never go back to sleep after them. I'm like wide awake if I have a bad dream. I don't, uh, usually if I have a bad dream, I go back to sleep. I've no, only I ever don't. had one dream that genuinely I didn't think, like I still to this day don't think it was a dream. Was that with your granddad when you were pregnant? Yeah. yeah I was yeah. just like, no, the no. one when, when my, I was pregnant that no. I knew was a dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When my granddad died. Yeah. I had a dream about him about like three months, uh, maybe two, three months after he died. Yeah. And I obviously had been wanting to dream about him because I hadn't, I hadn't had a dream about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was missing him. But this dream, honest to God, still to this day was not a dream. Knew he was there. Graham will tell you, I was like, I, oh, I got up out because it was, it was like early morning, but it was bright out. And I got up out of the bed, to, like saying to Graham, he's in the hall. Like, Your granddad's in the house. He's in the hall. Like, he's in the hall. And he was like, what? He was like, he's in the hall. And he was like, who's... I was like, Gra- like, granddad's in the hall. And he was like... And I got up and went into the hall and I was up for him. And I was like, can you not... Like, can you not smell that? And he was like, what? And I was like, can you not... Sm-? And he was like, come back to bed. And I... To this day... You're like, my granddad was there. Yeah. Like, my granddad... I was like... I love that I am absolutely not sleeping tonight. I can but you know what? Like the thing right is, now. but like that I'm super skeptical, and I normally don't believe in this yeah, shit. I don't either. But I then do when, I some, don't. when somebody starts telling me about it, then it's not even that I believe in it. It's just that I'll convince myself something's going to happen. Mm. Um, but like dreams scare me because those type of dreams scare me. But then other types of dreams scare me. So my mum was telling me that she has a friend, my auntie and her of a friend, who has the gift. No, who was um, perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with her. She was. In, great health and everything and she had a dream one night that she was in the hospital and that they were telling her she had cancer and she woke up from the dream and she said it freaked her out so much that she went to the doctor and she had stage 3 bowel cancer so I'm like is there something in your body well like when Lily's pregnant with me being pregnant that there's something wrong with you like you know and I just stuff like that freaks me because I dream a lot about cancer because I'm very afraid of people I love getting cancer. I'm terrified of it. Mm. So I have a lot of dreams where people are sick 
Or my other thing is people I love getting murdered. That's another thing, like getting stabbed to death. That's like a thing I constantly dream about as well. Maybe we should stop doing this podcast. Quit, we're quitting. Um, uh, we just got signed and we're quitting. Yeah, like when I was pregnant, I like... Yeah, Yvonne told me she'd really fucked up pregnancy dreams. But I didn't know I was pregnant. <coughs> oh, you said you did a... <coughs> Wasn't that the one which your granddad was like? Your yeah, so baby? like... Yeah. Uh, in my, I think I've told this story on the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where like my, I like turned a corner and my granddad and he was like you're not going to fit through there. And I was like, how bleeding dare and you? because you had a baby belly. And I looked down and I was like heavily pregnant. And I got up out of the bed and did a pregnancy, did a pregnancy test. test and I was pregnant. Yeah, because I think there is part of your body transmitting something, being like yeah. there's something No, I was super. There. I was only three weeks pregnant. Yeah. Because everyone knows once that tells you. And obviously me and Graham had been trying. Yeah, 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 yeah. But at that point we'd stopped trying. I remember you telling me that you'd stopped um, trying, yeah. But like, I Oof. do think there's part of your body that's like, there's something there's wrong. There's something wrong here, yeah. So like... Anyway, this is a nightmare. So welcome to a nightmare. Last story. Last story. Uh, so I'll go back. So also for uh, for a backstory, my mum is from West Cork. So naturally she's heard a banshee, thinks of a bird is trying to get into your house and mum will die soon and then generally is really superstitious. My mother. One night I came home from work and needed to put water in my car's wiper thing. My dad insisted uh, he observe, observe in case I accidentally start a fire. The whole thing took about five minutes. As we turned to go back inside, my brother looked confused and asked us how long we had been outside. I said five minutes. My brother said, no, you were in your room just now opening and closing drawers. No. And when I asked you if it was you, you replied and said yes. No. We both laughed and argued and didn't really take it seriously, both probably thinking the other was bullshitting. We told our mom, who denied being in there at all that night, and then took it upon herself to go to the door of my bedroom and recite an old Irish saying for telling demons to piss off. I love this. <laughs> I recorded it on Snapchat. This took place in 2016, so it was all the rage. As my mom said, who, who are you and what do you want? If you're from God, may God bless you. And if you're from the devil, may the devil carry you. Nothing of note happened when I sped up or slowed down the video, but when I played it backwards, the only one didn't reverse was devil no bye say that sentence again so nothing of note happened when i sped up or slowed down the video but when i played it backwards the only word it didn't reverse was the word devil why did you reverse it wouldn't have done any of that would have just uh lit a match i wouldn't have straight in recorded the thing cue screaming from the entire family i still get chills telling that story and i still kick myself for not saving the fucking video no i wouldn't have saved that video no that's haunted but i'm gonna have a holy water Oh, there's more than seven. Mama knows so about rules. <laughs> that's what I would have done. That's what you need to see in your grass. Like the fella with the big, that's swinging it. <laughs> What's swing. that thing? Oh, the fucking the incense. Gen- What's, yeah, swinging it around. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's like nine of these actually, isn't Graham there? Would come yeah, in. there's nine. Yeah, Graham would come in like, he'd be like, what you doing? <laughs> this- getting rid of the demons, Graham. getting rid of the demons. Okay. This one's from Jean Marie. I went to college in a small East Texas town called... East Texas? Yeah. Hello. Nacogdoches. 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 That's amazing. <laughs> At Stephen F. Austin State University. The town and university are in the middle of, middle of the Piney Woods. So walking around campus at night either feels like Narnia or a horror movie, depending on your mood. I was also a theater major or, of course... And of course, our theatre was haunted. We had a ghost called Chester on the main stage that would mainly just turn lights on and off. I never saw it happening. Um, and then there were allegedly two evil spirits that lived under the main stage. It's, it's always under the stage. Always under the stage. And the area under the stage was for storage for props and furniture and was very creepily just was was very creepily just rock and dirt. So they what? never finished it. It was completely unfinished. Jesus Christ. 
That's weird. Of course there was ghosts living there. It was dubbed the caves and they were always cold and weirdly drafty. The entrance to the cave was across the hallway to the men and women's dressing room. Our story takes place in 2004. We were in the middle of our run of the hair of hair the musical and i was working on the costume costume crew in this particular night i was assigned to be the person to collect all the costumes at the end of the night and start them for washing oh, washing all that shit fuck that shit just after intermission i was chatting with a friend in the green room and excused myself to go pee the closest restroom to me was the women's dressing room and the restroom stalls were in a separate room at the far end of the dressing room there was an entrance way to the restroom area but no door the sinks were in the restroom area but there were no mirrors i went into the dressing room peed washed my hands and then came out of the restroom area and looked at myself in the mirrors in the dressing room i reached up to smooth my hair and i could see in the restroom area behind me the reflection as i smoothed my hair i saw a shadow distinctly move in the restroom area from the doorway i spun around but didn't see anything I lifted my hand and repeated the motion to see if my hand made the shadow. It didn't. I ran out of there in a hurry. And at the end of the show, when all of the cast had left, I asked the head customer, sorry, head costumer to stay with me when I went to collect the costumes. I do... I'll do all the work. I just want you to walk with me, I told her. She asked me why. I told her I'd tell her later. She came with me and collected... What an absolute bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You... Tell me if you think we're going to see a ghost. If there's going to be a ghost, I need to know before I walk yeah. into this. Like, I'm not going to be like, like no, it's grand, everything's fine. Come on. <laughs> this is absolutely something you would do. I'd be like, no, it's grand, come on. I said, I'll do all the work. I just want you to walk with me, I told her. She asked me why. I told her I'd tell her later. She came with me to collect the costumes and then I started started them all washing we left the building together and she asked me again why i wanted her to come with me i hesitated answering is it because you saw a shadow in the dressing room she asked because i saw a shadow in the dress in the restroom doorway when i opened the woman's dressing room tonight and she said y'all i died (laughs) (laughs) well i tell you what no fucking what's this lady's name g marie g marie Marie, you're lucky the other one didn't kill you (laughs) oh no don't take me to see a ghost (laughs) And do not tell me. <laughs> Too much. How dare you? Just open the door. No. <laughs> like, hey. Hey, what's crack? Is there another one? Thank you, Jean. Y'all are dead. Y'all are dead. Alex Castro. What a great name. Okay. I grew up in a haunted house. The most common thing would be hearing, seeing people walking past the side of my house. There was a gate in the front that was super loud and rusty. So if there were real people, you would 100% hear it open. But we never did. The worst thing was I would host slumber parties and forget to tell people about the ghosts until after they saw something. No. Like they would come back from the bathroom white as a sheet and and say, I saw someone walk past the window. And I'd have to be like, yeah, that's just the ghosts. Don't bring people No! This goes back to your original point, point with Jean. <laughs> tell people about the ghosts. Tell people about the ghosts. <laughs> That's all that is it, Alex. Thank you. But imagine being so blasé. Yeah, it's just ghosts. That's just the ghosts hanging out there. My mum told me my granny grew up in a haunted house. That was like her thing. She was always like, Nanny and Nutty grew up in a, in a haunted house. My, like, I, like, like, I know that there are moments where I'm like, I'm a total sceptic. My sister's house is 110% uh, haunted by you. my fucking stupid granny. <laughs> like, <laughs> you need to do an Amanos Patros. Like, she kill me. This. We'll go do that. Like, me I you. told you about, the, like, my granny's house. I have so many, like, but my granny was like, 
before she was a crazy cunt because she was a terrible person. Oh, slander. When she, was on, when she was on drugs. Allegedly. No, this isn't allegedly. <laughs> I knew her. Um, Jesus. She used to do terrible things to people. Really? She's fucking... Like, she'd send you to... She used to do this thing where she'd be like, oh, I'm going to bed. Yeah? And you'd be like, all right, night. You told me this and she put on the coat. She had two fur coats that were like antique fur coats. That's fucking terrifying. And she'd put one on her feet and one on her arms and put them like the wrong way around and be and like uh, she no but she'd wait for like it could take eight like it could take a good hour and she'd wait so my, she was a bit cracked she was a bit cracked my nanny's house and Michaela's house it yeah, is yeah 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 she has a turn on her stairs yeah. so like the first four steps have like this turn on it and then you kind of like now like it's a really small staircase as well but it's yeah. dark yeah but like you turn on the stair and she'd just be there that's terrifying like then she's do this other thing my auntie Cora is like Genuinely, like my auntie Cora had, like my auntie Cora nearly died. I tell you about the time when she drowned. Yeah, she drowned in your poor auntie Cora's been through a lot. And she was like, she's, been through a lot, that she's like, I remember. She doesn't like, but still, when you talk to her about it, I'm like, yeah, because you were dying. Yeah, like you had to be resuscitated. She was like, no, I didn't. And then my mom's oh, like, she went into like the other place. She went. So she was like, I remember. She said I sank to the bottom of the swimming pool, and when I got to the bottom, there was a dining room table and chairs. You were dying. And she woman. was like, and I just went into the sit into the dining room table and chairs, and I remember she was like, I was sitting there, and then all of a sudden I was waking on the side of the on the side of the swimming yeah, pool. She was dying. I was like, yeah, because you were dying. Isn't that fucking? Look, crazy? she was being cut off from your brain. Yeah. So you were like, oh, it's a chair. Yeah. She was like, and she said I was super peaceful. Um, I actually have one more story from a lady called Meredith who sent it into oh, us. Okay. Uh, Meredith Duke on Patreon. She said, Hello, all. Have I got a ghost story for you? I've been holding on to it forever and thought you all can do it justice. Bear with me, it's kind of long. So picture this Salem, Massachusetts, fall of 1986. Well, that's enough. Yeah. That's the end of the story. You're all right. All right. I won't picture it. <laughs> Thanks very much for the offer. I'll stay away yeah. from that one. Little me, a freshman at Salem, Salem State College and living in the, one, in the one co-ed dorm on campus. These American stories are so American. We have a whole meeting and our resident advisor, we didn't have that in college. And what? A resident, an RA, a resident advisor. So in American colleges, you know, when they live in the dorms, yeah. they have like somebody on the floor that's like who you go to if you need anything. They're a college student, but like, you know, oh, I need this in my room or something's wrong and you go to this resident advisor. We did not have that in college. They so were like, you're on your own. Yeah. Uh, a resident, ring your ma. Yeah, ring your ma. A resident advisor suggests that for Halloween, we should have a hall party complete with a Ouija board. No. Nope. Well, as soon as the meeting ends I, he- ends, I head downstairs to hang out with the guy I was currently involved with and a bunch of the other girls head to the room with the aforementioned Ouija board. No. Fast forward about an hour and one of my roommates comes knocking down on the door telling me that the board, telling me that the board keeps asking for me. No. Being the coolest girl in the world, I was like, yeah, sure, the board is asking for me, whatever. My guy says he is heading for a swim, so I go back to my room. There, that, there were about seven or eight girls already in the room and I sit on the bed to watch. So as they're playing, the board's spelling out my name. Too Cool Me was like, I guess I'll get on it. This isn't my first experience with the Ouija board, so I'm not at all freaked out about this. Dumb as shit, I am right. Questions start being asked that I can't remember, but it somehow turns to people the spirit might know. One of the girl's sisters lived in the same dorm a few uh, years before, so she asks if it knows her. At about the same time, I ask if it knows any of my siblings. It says yes. So I ask for a name of one of my brothers. I am thinking of a name when the board starts with P. My brother's name doesn't start with a P. Next letter E. What the fuck? This can't be happening. Next letter T. Holy shit. The next letter is an E. I'm going to freak out. Next letter E. And I fucking scream and throw the board across the room and start crying. Everyone was like, what the hell? I calmed down someone and explained that I had a brother who was born before me and died at about six years old. Six hours old and his name was Peter. 
don't do these wagey boards. No. Listen, lads. After I pull myself together, we go back to the board and it goes directly to the R. I ask if there is anything Peter would like me to know and it says that he is looking out for me. I don't remember what happened after that on this evening, but that was just the start of some pretty freaky shit happening. I have never touched a Ouija board since. Good woman. Uh, feel free to stop there, but I'll give you a couple of more experience that I had that Hang fall. on, now wait till I tell you something. <laughs> wait till I tell you something. What's this lady's name? Meredith. Meredith. <laughs> Meredith. Uh, you just invited it into your life. So like you see all the spooky shit that yeah, happened afterwards? it's going to keep happening. Yeah, it's like I've seen enough horror movies to yeah, know that's no. how it goes. Meredith, don't ever do these. She hasn't. She hasn't done the Ouija board since, so that's good. Get some sage. <sighs> get a priest. Burn everything down. Get a rabbi. Yeah. Get whatever you can. Anything at all. Just bring it into the house. Get a woman. Oh my God. Get a witch. Uh... Da, da, da. for information that will be relevant later first of all I like liked boys a lot this was an issue with my roommates imagine that second I had this beautiful bright pair of blue blue undies with lace roses on the front they went missing and I'd assume that someone had stole them from the laundry room lastly the weekend before this we had completely cleaned our room and moved all the furniture around I promise I am going somewhere with this so it is Sunday morning afternoon and my roommate and I are arguing about a boy that I tried to have sleep over with me the night before she is sitting on one side of the room and I am on the other when we hear some soft music playing. We were like, where is that coming from? And we realised that the radio sitting on the windowsill between us has just turned on. Now remember this is 1986 and the on switch was not easy to move. I forgot to mention that my roommate was a freaking slob and even though the room was cleaned last weekend, it was a total disaster. Then I look over and see in a bare spot on the floor my blue undies had, that had been missing, right in the middle of the bare, bare spot. There is absolutely no explanation of how they got there but let me say that the argument was now totally diffused. So this is another one. Last one, I promise. Some ghost told her knickers. Move <laughs> <Threw> them back. <laughs> a dirty ghost. And was listening to some 1986 turned on pops. And was like, mm, Tea. Like, <laughs> 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 I hope he was. Take me. He's just trying to have a ghost wank and he's all interrupting him. <laughs> Meredith, <laughs> this man, this ghost was having a good old time verge, in your nicks. On the verge, Jesus Christ. Last one, I promise. It is Columbus Day weekend. This is so American. I like this how... Is fabulously American. I, I like how she was like, my boyfriend was like, I'm going for a swim and I was like... In our... In no way! <laughs> I just have a fucking swim yeah. in your college. Did we have a swim pool? No, we didn't. No, we you still have a swim pool in Maynooth. No, we didn't. Trinity doesn't even have a swimming no. pool. No. It's so funny. I'm going for a swim in Ireland. they be like, I'm going to... Uh, going to go to Leisure Centre. Go to Leisure Centre. No, I'm going to go to the SU and get locked. Yeah. That's all they would do. Um, so last one, I promise. It is Columbus Day weekend, which makes it three days off and everyone in the dorm went home except me and one other guy who lived on the like first floor or something. I'm pretty nervous staying in the dorm all alone with all the ghostly stuff going on. So the light switch in our room was kind of temperamental and it didn't always stay off. I turn off the light and get Sorry, into bed. There's no such thing as a light no. switch that doesn't turn off. Uh, I get into bed and turn it off That's again. That's a ghost. Get back into bed and on it goes. I'm a little bit freaked out and said to myself, if this thing turns back on, I am out of here. I get up, turn the light back off, get back into bed and the light turns back on, but this time like it is on a dimmer switch. No. Slowly getting brighter. I think I yell at the ghost to cut it out, turned it back off and went to sleep. I really had no other choice. I had nowhere else to go. I think most of the weirdness stopped before the end of the semester. I can't really remember because it was a long ass time ago. I hope you enjoyed. Lots of love, Meredith. Thank you so much, Meredith. Meredith, that was a great story. Oh, was she only... also said, I fucking love the show and all your shenanigans. Thank Aww. you so much, Meredith. I was only uh, one when the, when she made when she told the story. I was two years old. Also, Salem. I fully believe that that happened in Salem. Yeah. Women were just being slaughtered left, right and centre in that place, so... 
Sounds about uh, like the exact same as now. As ever else. Thank you so much for your stories. Uh, I will not sleep. And right now I'm not freaked out. Oh, are you not put the when... pictures up in the, on the thing? Oh, uh, I don't know. You'll have I'll to ask. reach out to that lady. I, I think Colin got them off the Facebook, so okay. I'll ask Colin to reach out to her. To Kaylee. No, it wasn't Kaylee. I can't remember the name, but we'll figure it out. Uh, thank you to everybody who sent in stories. That fucking... Uh, I won't sleep. Uh, won't lady sleep. hanging at the window story. Not going to sleep. That's me done now. I didn't sleep last night. Not sleeping tonight. Sorry. No, it's not your fault. I'm just a nightmare with stuff like this. You bastards! No, whenever my mum tells me stuff like this as well, I'm like, I must sleep. Do you not have any? Like, nothing's nothing. ever happened. No, I've never had an experience and I'm really glad I haven't. I had an experience I in the hotel when I worked have. there. I remember at the time with Lily as well and she's... I know, that one, she's... She's... <laughs> whatever, like, is going on there. <laughs> I know I'm her mother, but she's on her own. <laughs> You know that I movie just... Insidious? Have you ever seen Insidious? Yes. Where he goes in to get the kid back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lily be gone. Out the door. Yeah. See ya. Thanks very much. Best have luck. Take care. Best of luck. You know the um, where she comes back and the little uh, uh, person's like having yeah. a dance in her sitting room? That's so bizarre. That movie is so bizarre. That movie is terrifying. Like sometimes I was like, ha, a little bit laughy at it because yeah. I was like, this is ridiculous. That scene where the man is behind his yeah. head. That scared the bollocks off me. Like, no, <laughs> it did. Really and then when I look at it, I'm like, that's ridiculous looking. But at the same time, when it happened, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Mm, yeah, you just go. Mm. Hello, Miss Lady. Hello, Miss Lady. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you to everybody that sent in the stories. We hope everybody has a lovely Halloween. Happy Halloween. Be safe. Please wear a mask if you can. Oh, a mask. You'd be wearing a mask anywhere, but wear a mask under your mask if you're wearing a mask. Um, because everybody is in town. Everybody's getting sick. The whole of Ireland is in town at the moment, lads. Yeah. And see if you have coppers. Fuck's sake. I have a gold card for coppers. coppers. Cop on, and I've never been in. Don't go to coppers. Don't you cops see that? Uh, I've been to coppers once in my life. I have never. I been walked in. in, had a drink. I was like, I'm done with this. Goodbye. Uh, it was like a meat market. David McSavage put up a thing. Did you see? So it? I put up my thing. Nightclubs are shite anyway. <laughs> Nightclubs are shite anyway. <laughs> uh, coppers was like a meat market when I went there, so I was like, I want no part of this. I remember I was really young. I was working in River Island at the time, and I was like, no, not doing this. Um, but yeah, thank you to everybody for your stories. So thank you for the stories. Thank you very much. We really appreciate Happy it. Happy Halloween. Have a lovely Halloween. Be good. Have lots ba, of fun. Ba, ba. Eat loads of chocolate. Uh, drink cocktails. I believe that's what people do at Halloween. What do people do at Halloween oh, anymore? Oh yeah. They, I don't know. Do you know what I'm doing for Halloween? What do you do for Halloween? I am getting... I've rented a popcorn, like <gasps> like a cinema popcorn machine. That's so cool. So like a big oh. cinema popcorn machine and a big like um, fun fair candy floss machine. Oh my God, that's so cool. You be careful with that, okay? What? Because they're really dangerous. They like go really, really Oh, I hear my mouth's doing it. Okay, good. She's All got right. gloves and everything. Okay, grand, grand, grand. Um, and I'm dressing up as a witch. Yeah. I'm going to dress up as a polka dot witch. Cool. Because I have a polka dot dress. And then I bought a witch's hat and I'm going to put polka dots on it tonight. Cute. And then my mom is dressing up as the lollipop lady because she has one. Nice. And so we're going to give out like pop, big Bits tubs of popcorn, popcorn and, candy, and candy floss. And we've got a pinata. And we've got, yeah, loads of stuff. Um, I so got a gazebo fun. and McKenna's making hot dogs. Nice. Um, I will be in Edinburgh. So hello to Edinburgh. If anybody sees me, don't speak to me. And we can speak to me. I'll just be really awkward. Uh, hello, this is... Uh, I'll just run away. Nobody knows what I look like. You won't know me. Anyway, uh, I'll be in Edinburgh, but Sarah will be having a lovely time. Yeah. I don't know what... Col- Colin's not doing anything, I don't think, now. You can come up to me. I'll say to him. Yeah, the family will all be there. We'll yeah. all be having a great time giving we'll up the kids. popcorn and kind of flats. And then we'll go... I think there's fireworks on. Oh, very nice. Um, well, they've already started here. <sighs> Fuck me, man. Yeah. These little shits. I drove over fireworks. here. I was going to walk over and then no, I was like, I'll drive over, over because they'll throw fireworks Do at Do not me. walk over here. Yeah. Um, but everybody, have a lovely Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Christmas. Bye. Bye. Colin.